I'm Cheryl. I'm Ashby. And I'm Molly. Welcome aboard. Please keep all hands, arms, legs, and feet inside at all times. Podcast, you are all clear. Well, now that you mention it, Cheryl, one of my very favorite things about Fantasmic is the soundtrack to Fantasmic. It's got good music. Oh, yes. So for those who don't know what Fantasmic is, it's a perfect play on words about fantastic, but I think Mickey Mouse, right? So it's like Fantasmic. Mouse? Or is fantastic a word? I've lived I here too long. Never put that together. <laughs> that it would be like fantastic Mickey. Right? Is that what it's trying to say? I've never knew that. I thought it was just a made up Disney word. Like Harmonious. I, I was gonna I was gonna say harmonious, <laughs> but that's, that's a word. A word. <laughs> but that's not how you spell that word. I just right. imagine there was like some imagineer who was like all the time. Oh my god, that's so fantastic! And then they were like, <laughs> yeah. oh, "There okay, is that imagination." All right, <laughs> George, we're finally going to use your expletive. No words. So it's funny. not the Imagineer. It's a frontline cast member who's like, oh. "Have a fantastic day!" And you're like, "Stop being cute." <laughs> and then you know, in that Enough. meeting, they were like, "But does anyone have any better ideas?" And they all are like, "No." Nobody had anything, right? Really <laughs> it was like. Damn it, we have to go with that. It's so funny. It's become such a term that, like, we know in this area that, like, I never even questioned it. Now I'm like, what are we doing with our lives? It's a weird word. I think its origins are probably that the 90s were a weird decade, probably, Mm -hmm. that, like, helps. The other thing about Fantasmic that makes me laugh is it... The official title is Fantasmic Exclamation Point. Yes, I love those. That's officially part of the title. It's like Mission Space. But it's Space. fantasmic. <laughs> like fantasmic. It, you have to say it with enthusiasm because that is official. It it is officially enthusiastic. Right. Yeah. You're not just seeing fantasmic. You're seeing fantasmic. Fantasmic. But what is fantasmic? Oh yeah. What is it? <laughs> it is categorized as a nighttime spectacular. Ooh. Which was also how I was categorized in college. <laughs> uh, and that's our show, everyone. Goodbye. Da, 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 Thanks da, da, for coming. Da, 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 We're officially da, da, unplugged da, 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 now. That <laughs> wasn't even funny. <laughs> <laughs> but it was clever. Or oh. quick. Quippy. Uh, I don't know. It was something. It was something. And so something. was she. Da da da. So a couple weeks ago, we spoke about fireworks, and Fantasmic was excluded from the fireworks talk. Because, well, first of all, it needed its own episode. I know. And two, it's, it's more than fireworks. It is a show that takes place at night that includes, and I'm missing a list here, it includes fireworks, it includes lasers, it includes water features, it includes mist screens, and projections, and fires, and boats, and giant stage props and other things too. There's it is more? a nighttime spectacular. Well, that the other is... thing is, there's, there's live people in this show, which I think actually is the biggest difference between a nighttime spectacular and a fireworks show. Yeah, but there's always people that are like 
you know, dancing along with the fireworks, wouldn't you consider them live performers? When in what fireworks show is there someone dancing along? <laughs> the guests. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So wait, do we consider like the castle shows nighttime spectaculars? Like the Anna and Elsa let me decorate a thing time magic? Oh, is yeah, that, that the name of that? Um, <laughs> such a good title. There's an exclamation point at the end of that one. George too. did not come up with that one. The no. Anna and Essel, let, let me decorate a thing show. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because that is officially categorized as the as the castle light. It's considered like a ceremony. Okay. But, but then wait, what about you like... Ha- Cheryl, you have to go through the checklist. Okay, does it have lasers? Does it have it mist screens? Does it have no. projections? It doesn't have mist screens. It does no. have projections. It does so, have projections. So maybe mist screens is the difference. So what? Oh, That's yeah. the one thing. So like world of color, nighttime spectacular. Ah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, all right. It's all about the mist screens. It's all about the mist screen. Because I was gonna say, and world of color in Disney in Disneyland or Disney California Adventure does not feature giant stage props, boats, live performers, or fireworks, but it is categorized <laughs> as nighttime spectacular. So it, it is mist hmm. screen. It is mist screen. If water is, is the- involved, then it's a nighttime spectacular. You know, maybe. If there was, like, it, since it's award season, if there was a best nighttime spectacular category, there'd be your Phantasmics, your Illuminations, your Fireworks at Magic Kingdom, is Rivers of Light? Yes. Uh, Rivers the- of Light right. is a nighttime spectacular. All right. Illuminations is questionable though, because I think that's it's categorized as fireworks, no mist screens. So fireworks are not nighttime spectaculars. Not necessarily. But they have all the things on the castle now. Right. So it has fireworks and projections, no mist screens. There's lasers. There are lasers. I feel like things at Disney have just slowly converted over to like. Like, if they're not, all of them will eventually be a nighttime spectacular because of the fact that there's just all these elements that they're adding. Mm-hmm. You know? I think, so maybe everything is a nighttime spectacular, <laughs> but not everything is a firework show. Oh, <laughs> There you go. It. There you go. <laughs> like, there's always tissues, but not all of them are Kleenexes. That's right. Got it. Yes. What did you say the other week where I was saying jet ski and you were saying something do. Oh, the sea. <laughs> wave runner or something right right i thought about that today because there are jet skis in one version of phantasmic we'll talk about that later oh fun okay um so who here has seen the hollywood studios phantasmic all three of us raise your hand (laughs) just kidding listeners (laughs) raise your hand well wait for wait for her to raise the hand okay good she did it okay um (laughs) who here has seen the disneyland phantasmic my hand is not up. <laughs> My hand is up. Wait, did we see it together, Molly? We definitely, yeah. Okay. Def- that's okay. when I saw it. Yeah. I think that's the only time I've seen it. I've not seen it any other time. Now, there is a third Fantasmic show. And if you can't tell in my inflection of my voice, I am fa- saying Fantasmic with an exclamation point. <laughs> oh, good, good. Yeah, let's clear. make sure we don't mess that um, up. Yeah, I don't I don't want anyone to think that let's I'm not Let's not get sued giving, over the... I'm not being respectful. <laughs> in, in Incorrect nomenclature. <laughs> Yeah, Fantasmic has its own set of lo- lawyers who's like they're like <laughs> listening for this stuff. Um, so there is a third Fantasmic show, and that's actually in Tokyo Disney Sea. Have has any of this group seen that show? Oh, you know, no. I guess I only saw the 
fireworks, right? <laughs> yeah, that was definitely. <laughs> hold on, okay. I gotta so look this up now. So you saw a nighttime spectacular? Yeah, wait. Not hold on, I gotta make sure it wasn't the same thing because it took. Uh, let me let me see what they have and let For me see if record, I actually saw. For the record, Cheryl has definitely not. <laughs> okay, no, that's what I saw. So I saw the Disney Light the Night, which is like the fireworks show at Tokyo Disney Sea. I definitely did not see Phantasmic because I'm looking at it pictures and it is legit. Yeah, it's legit. It's yep. like, it's our Phantasmic that like we are familiar with, like just better <gasps> and, <laughs> in every oh way. Oh my God. Probably. I, I just now, there's a note on their website that says this closes permanently on March 25th, 2020. Phantasmic? At, yeah, at Tokyo Disney Sea. <gasps> God. Are they Guys. getting harmonious? We, They're probably getting harmonious. <laughs> that's nuts, How guys. How unharmonious. Well, so listeners, if you'd like to go see that version, yeah. you need to buy a ticket to Japan ASAP. That's crazy. I'm in panic mode. I feel like we should go. I can't believe I'm <laughs> going to have missed that. I mean, there's a YouTube video right at the bottom of the page that you can that it's linked to. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to just watch that, you can watch well, that. Well, I mean, I encourage it. But that's, a, I wonder, that can only mean that there, something else is on the way, though, which is also exciting. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, and they always have the, like, I feel like Tokyo does the best. They just do so great with everything. So let, let's talk about Fantasmic for a okay. second here. So uh, as I was reading about, like, why do we, why is Fantasmic a thing? Not the word, because we'll never know why that's a thing. But why is this show a thing? Um, it was interesting because it mirrored the original fireworks story in Disney World. So in the like early 1990s, Disneyland execs got together and said like, how do we keep people in the park at nighttime? And I was thinking to myself, wait, don't you have fireworks? Right. Like, that's kind of weird. Um, but apparently that wasn't like holding the crowds that in the way that they wanted to. And the other thing they mentioned was they had this Rivers of America area that they mm. wanted to to utilize so i like i logically understand that but i don't actually understand it i feel like there's more to this story that hasn't been published. i'm not like saying there's a conspiracy theory here but like they were like we wanted to utilize tom sawyer island at night i'm like you did like is it really that big of a deal <laughs> wait which one came first though disneyland's Disneyland, yes. Well, I wonder if it has something to do with... So California, though, they have fireworks, but they very rarely can shoot them off because of, like, residential ordinances or something like that. So maybe they were looking for a lower-flying nighttime spectacular that could happen if the fireworks couldn't. That's a good point, actually. That was not listed, but that makes a lot of sense. So it occurs in Disneyland, in the Disneyland Park, in New Orleans Square, along the banks of the Rivers of America, which in the middle of the Rivers of America is Tom Sawyer Island, that closes when the sun goes down. So that is true. Like, that becomes not usable at night. And then um, Disney, I guess, sees a body of water as, like, a stage, which I guess is true. <laughs> right. um, allegedly, the team out, the entertain nighttime entertainment team out at Disneyland was inspired by what they were doing at Illuminations in Epcot. They saw that as like a really interesting canvas to do a nighttime spectacular. Um, and that So that served as an inspiration to put a show out in this island area for people to come up along the banks and watch. Um, we should mention that there is also a Fantasmic show in disney's hollywood studios in walt disney world and it's down sunset boulevard and it lives in its very own gigantic 
amphitheater called the Hollywood Hills Amphitheater. That yeah. Seats, seats just under 7,000 guests. So, yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty big deal. Fantasmic. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. So that's the thing. The other funny thing about the Disneyland versions, the original show, is they... This is very Disneyland, I feel like. They utilized everything that was in the Rivers of America. So the sailing ship Columbia, Mm -hmm. the, like, um, ship, and the um, steamboat. What's the official name of the, like, paddle boat or paddle steamboat? Isn't it the... Nope, I'm thinking of a different steamboat. So it might... So there are different names in Magic Kingdom and Disneyland, right? I think so, yeah. The, the Lily Bell and the Tom, Tom, not Tom Sawyer. Mark Twain. Maybe. Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Which is the Mark, the Mark Twain is in Disneyland, That's right? That's in Disneyland, yep. Great. So they utilize both the the Sailing Ship Columbia and the Mark Twain in the show, which I just think is very Disneyland. It's like, ah, let's use the boats. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. um, they made it work in the space that they had. And it always was a little weird then for the Disney World version to also feature the like pat, the steamboat, mm-hmm. I feel like it was always like that's an odd choice. And now we don't think it's weird anymore. But it always was like you had, you could have put any boat, but you chose to do the same. The that's same funny because I always just had. I was just for me, it always fit because of the fact that it was Steamboat Willie. Sure. Yeah, I, and that's probably what I, we're, I saw it and was like, supposed oh, to think. that makes sense. I yeah. never ever had a thought of like, oh, this was something that they tried to like, like uh, pick up and drop from Disneyland because obviously I didn't know the Disneyland's Fantasmic beforehand, so I was just in the boat of like, ha, <laughs> in the boat, uh, Fantasmic in Florida was like the one and only. Like I didn't know anything about California having one. Wow, someone didn't read their Burn Bombs official guide. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was sixteen and. Going to Disney for the first time, okay? Yeah, good point. I th- and I think that's probably what what almost every single person sees that, especially because I mean, spoiler, we'll get to this at the very end. But like, Mickey of Steamboat Steamboat Willie is like front and center on the boat. So right, yeah, that's right. probably exactly what you're supposed to think. I mentioned this before, but something really cool about this show is that it features a ton of live performances. They said up to forty live performers playing like something like 70 some something different parts in the show each night which also makes it then therefore labor costs are expensive and Mm -hmm. there's stunt work in the show so it makes it one of the most expensive shows to put on every night so it's impressive honestly Mm -hmm. um that it runs as often as it does on a regular basis so it's quite the undertaking um the disneyland version comes in at 23 minutes and Hollywood Studios uh, is 27 minutes. It's a pretty long show. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why Cheryl hates it. I can hear her moaning and groaning. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. I'm more of a stroll up on a parade. Maybe the fireworks are... Like, if I'm picking an entertainment gathering, it's, it's a concert at Epcot or possibly the tail end of a... A parade show. That right. makes sense to me. I think where I would always say Fantasmic is my preferred nighttime spectacular as opposed to say Magic Kingdom fireworks is because it feels like less of a fiasco to me because you're like, oh, look, here's my seat. I love a seat. You know, that, right. that's like more organized. Whereas in 
in Magic Kingdom, if and the fireworks are great, I mean, I love Happily Ever After, but you are just like body slammed into people and then someone, kid gets on the shoulder and then there's, someone's got their iPad and it's just, it feels like chaos. Whereas in Fantasmic, no doubt about it, like it's crowded, but here's my seat. Like it just, that, that ground, like grounds me and that makes me feel like a lot better. And like the fireworks thing too, like if you're near one of the, we'll call it a boundary, you know? where you can actually stand and view versus walk. And then the whole time you're either freaking out about where that line is or you're hearing other people getting yelled at because they're not supposed to. And it's just like stressful. (laughs) I can, I feel that way. Yeah, I do feel that way. But I'm understanding you more a little bit more, Cheryl, where you are just (laughs) genuinely more of a spontaneous person. Yeah, I'm a, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm one of those people too. Like, you know how there are those friends that are like, would rather you cancel on plans so they could just stay home. That's I'm one me. of those fans that will, I'll get ready. I'm excited and I will get there. And then about five minutes in be like, oh no, I want to go home now and then leave. So like, I feel like Fantasmic, you have to be there and you, you're kind of stuck. And then it's a hike to leave. That is a bit of a hike. Yeah. But do you guys have a, a favorite spot in the uh, Hollywood Studios amphitheater to watch the show from or like no preference at all? Um, you know, it's funny. I've actually sat in quite a few different spots. And really, I mean, I know this is like probably the worst thing to say, but the center is really the be- I, I Somehow, I don't remember how it happened, but one time I got lucky enough to get into like, there was like a little VIP area. And I can't remember if it was maybe they were just running out of room or... Maybe I, there was a friend of mine that saw me or something. But anyways, we got into that little VIP section, which is like right in the center, right below the uh, tech booth. And oh, it's, cool. It is, that so was up like, a little bit higher, though. A little bit higher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because me personally, I don't – I hate the spray effect. Like I hate getting the water you on me. You will get wet if yeah. you're too close, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, So that was like a perfect spot to be, right in the center, no poles obstructing any views. And you just get to see it. it you're, I mean, you're seeing it from the, where the tech booth sees it too, which is also great. But yeah, that was my yeah, favorite that's spot. True. That's probably like where you're meant to see the show. Like that also, probably is the most. Also, I was like two rows behind Gary Sinise. No big deal. Ooh. No big deal. Yeah. Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, he was, was there watching a, the show. It was crazy. A mission space out in? I see. I don't <laughs> Yeah, we got together. Capcom. Me and Gary. We were like, hey, bud, you know, old mission space alum. We're going to go watch. We're going to watch Fantasmic, but I'm going to sit about three rows behind you so it doesn't look like we're together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you just watching his reactions the whole time? That's what I was No, but I did encounter, this is going way off topic, but like he, there was a whole like fan encounter that happened because somebody down in front of him recognized him. And they like, it was the mom and she sent her son to go up with a little, I don't remember, it was like a little piece of paper or something. And I guess asked for him to sign it. And he was so nice about it. He signed it and like waved down to the mom and she got all like giddy about it. And it was really cute. It was a cute interaction. Capcom. Capcom. I I would agree with you that I like to be a little bit higher up in, um, I like to be higher up in shows anyway, Mm -hmm. I would say. Just because you want to see kind of everything from that angle. I think shows are often optimized for that. But you know, it's not a bad show off to the side and we'll get to this as well. But sometimes when you're seated off like to the side of a show, you see some things that might be considered like off stage <laughs> that are f- awesome. 
you know, like, uh, again, the effects don't quite work all the way where you see, like, maybe Mickey, like, run off a little bit or certain onstage transformations that maybe you're not supposed to see. Or if you were seated in the center, you wouldn't see. But if you're off way off to mm. the left-hand side or something, you can see. So mm-hmm. sometimes I like that, that seat as well. Cheryl, hypothetically speaking, if all three of us were in Disney World right now and Ashby and I were like, let's go to Fantasmic, what would you want to be doing? Like, what would you be doing? <laughs> Cut to you. What are you doing? Okay, can we stop off at the bathroom so I can use it and then can I grab a drink and then meet you in there? Like a like a cocktail? You're going to get a cocktail? I'll probably get a Bud Light because it's probably more like bang for a my buck. Bud, Bud Light. Okay. And then, you know... <laughs> And would you show up or would you just be at the so end of the show? So like, you're going to like guys. meet us in there. That's what you're saying. Because either way, I'm just going to be sitting waiting for you to finish. So I might as well <laughs> sit and wait for you to finish with you. That's oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll go. I gotcha. That's great. I gotcha. Well, That's lucky so for great. you, there is both a restroom and like a, con- a bar, a concession stand, mm-hmm. just there. as you enter. Kind of very thoughtful to the shares of the world yes i love yeah, it yeah so let's talk about that for a second so unlike disneyland the hollywood studios version it is quite a hike to the hollywood hills amphitheater you mm-hmm. enter like right around beauty and the beast like tower of terror in between those two and you probably walk like a quarter of a mile to the theater no exaggeration and it's all uphill no joke like uphill a little bit of a subtle uphill <laughs> i don't know what music they play now but i have like fond memories of um they'd play like pop versions of disney songs while you were waiting sometimes you were like you had to wait in that line before they opened the theater and i have very fond memories of doing that like on trips and with friends and mm, stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think i waited in that like actual line maybe twice yeah and then after that and this is a good little tip you know if it's a two show night Mm. go to the later show because there's hardly a line well there there's still a line but like you can pretty much just walk into the theater at some point and then just go to get a seat well right and yeah you're you're probably not gonna get not gonna get an up close seat or a center seat but you're gonna get a seat again this seats seven thousand people and if it's a two show night yeah you probably are gonna get a seat don't worry about it i mean unless i guess it's if Fourth of July or right busy busy time Christmas yeah. Day yeah yeah um that's a good tip hot tips with Ashby that's right <laughs> do you guys remember didn't they at one point did they ever practice three shows like did they do that at some point or am I making that up I don't know of that ever happening but that maybe doesn't mean it didn't. it didn't I'm like maybe I'm imagining that but I feel like there was like a test where they maybe tested out a third show I don't know I might be making that up. I mean, um, is it possible they do a show or they have done a show in during met, uh, extra, extra magic hours or something like that, possibly? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe like, Maybe. yeah, for New Year's Eve. Yeah, like the, sometimes they do like summer summer events. Okay, uh, good. So it's not season. impossible that this could have happened. I don't happened. think so. Okay, good. Well, we can move on now. I we feel better on. about myself. <laughs> um. So seeing that it sounds like we're probably, I mean, in most things, we're definitely a little bit more walt disney world focused um i would love to actually hear from some listeners of what are their like tips for viewing phantasmic in disneyland mm, because i mm-hmm. wouldn't know i wouldn't know how to navigate that i get um, so i get like ang- i get anxiety and 
It's tight. It's it's so crowded. I just I remember one time. You know what? I have been more than one time because there was a time I went with some other friends. I think there was like we were standing there. It's kind of like near where the there's like an opening where the light structure comes out of the ground, which that is, is fun. Kind of yeah. amazing. It's that's um, very impressive. But we were kind of standing next to that and we were just chatting it up with one of the cast members there. And I guess he just kind of liked us because we were being nice. And he's like, oh, just come right over here. And he, like, pulled down a little rope and let us in, like, basically, like, right behind, again, kind of a VIP area. I don't know how, I don't know how I do this all the time. And that was, that was, like, perfect. Also interesting about Fantasmic, again, I'm saying this with an exclamation point, is it ran from, in Disneyland, it ran from 1992 to 2009 with no changes. Holy cow. That's not entirely true. Oh, it ran from. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is happening? What I was going to say is it ran from 1992 to 2009 with no planned changes. There were a couple effects that they pulled back on because they they were problematic. Um, one that I read about a lot was there was this like Ursula moment where she like um, it looked like a big um, you know what Christmas time when there's like big lawn inflatable stuff yeah mm-hmm. that's kind of what it looked like but a bigger version of and a little bit more animated I think they had a little bit more control over her but like an inflated Ursula came out during the like villain menacing scene you know mm-hmm. and I think she just caused a lot of problems to the point where we've all probably witnessed this too sometimes when you're watching Fantasmic and you know the show you know when certain effects don't go, but the show just continues on, right? Ursula was so bad, or she was an effect that didn't just not work and they continue with the show. She, like, pulled the show down on too many occasions that they ended up after, like, one or two seasons just pulling her her piece completely out of the show and, like, replacing it with a projection, like, a mist screen moment. Um, and so she never actually made it to the Disney World hmm. version. That was an effect that didn't work. Um, there was also, and this may have been, yeah, this was actually in the 2009 version. They introduced um, Flotsam and Jetsam from Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Big set pieces, but they were actually attached to jet skis. And that's Ooh. how they kind of slithered around the lagoon. So similarly to the Ursula incident, so Little Mermaid was a little cursed in the show, I guess. Yeah. They kept like crashing into each other. So they pulled them out of the show as well. Uh, But yeah, so from 1992 to 2009, the Disneyland show remained pretty unchanged and it became a classic. And that happens with Disney shows that have been around for over a, you know, a decade is that people literally grow up with these shows and so they're a part of their life emotionally. And then when their changes start to creep in, it can become a little scandalous. So that's definitely mm. what happened. The Hollywood Studios version in 1998. So I feel like I remember the... Did, did, I feel like I remember the Ursula float. Does that sound familiar? Or, is, or no? Am I making that up? Um, uh, it was... According to what I read, it was only in Disneyland through through maybe 1995 so it's possible uh, no a no. similar effect was i didn't even know a parade i or... didn't know disneyland was even there in 1995 so it's fine <laughs> so yeah so the disneyland changed uh they added a updated dragon there's a dragon scene we can discuss mm-hmm. a little bit more they updated the dragon any dragon though 
Well, it's Maleficent. Thank you. It is Maleficent. Well, uh, dragon no, I has a name. Right. I appreciate, uh, you know, I, I appreciate you stopping me to make that correction because she deserves that respect. Thank this you. isn't just any dragon. It's no. Maleficent in dragon form. Yes. And she was given a update, a stylistic update in 2009. Ooh. And then a 2017, not that long ago, it was announced uh, that a new Fantasmic show was going to premiere um, in the summer. And it was going to be Fantas- not just an... In- Mick with a question mark? <laughs> an ellipses? Fantasmic? <laughs> 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 well, and I should, I, I should add as well. When new technology was introduced, they made changes to the show. Meaning when uh, the screen, the missed screens, when that technology improved, they just put it right in the show. They, and they didn't necessarily like make an announcement to it. Or when a projection upgrade was available, they made upgrades to the projection. So and lighting and design and things like that. But for the common guest going, they didn't notice those updates. These were like official changes to the show. Just want to keep. Oh, but that let's let's talk about that for a second, because. I remember hearing about like, oh, Disneyland had these new projectors on their, you know, missed screens. And here here we were in Florida, I felt like with projectors from the 1970s still right. running on those screens. And it made me so mad because it took forever for them to update those projectors in Florida. No, I, I, won, I think that's true. I'm actually like unconfirmed to this day, like whether we're still using the original right. <laughs> projectors or not. No, agreed. Everything that I've, I'm reading here, like all of these updates were made to the Disneyland version of the right. show. Yeah, Florida, just as long as it's running, they're like, yeah, we're good. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I know that we kind of talk about, um, you know, Disneyland versus Disney World. And I think some of that like maintenance type stuff, this is like unconfirmed. This is just Ashby's like opinion. But I feel like it happens where Disneyland gets sometimes more of the new and most updated stuff because they're catering to a different audience where like the pass holders are there every single day every Mm -hmm. weekend and if they get the same thing every time they go they're not going to go anymore versus like florida where we get that one family that saves up all the money in the world to go and they're Mm -hmm. there once in their life so it's like or or once every five years or once even every other year right they won't notice yeah, yeah. the same yeah rate. yeah where they don't they don't cater to the annual pass holders in florida like california does because that's their primary mm-hmm. audience so that's why i feel like it always felt like disney world was just getting nothing where it was like well you know it's working and some visitors only come here once every so often and also disneyland in the past decade has um I think experienced a lot more milestones that were celebrated. There was the big diamond celebration mm. in the park mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, which the celebration itself I think lasted at least 18 months. And there was a three and a half year buildup to like beautifying the park and the experience. And so, yeah, I mean, if you, and that what itself was maybe three or four years ago. So in the right. past decade, there was an investment in Disneyland the Disneyland Resort to like really spruce it up. Um, I right. think Disney World is definitely experiencing that right now with their oh, yeah. 50th yeah, yeah. anniversary coming up. I mean, there's a ton of construction and there's definitely, and they're, they're working on infrastructure right now. Like right now it looks not as glamorous. And I think as we get closer to that anniversary date, we're going to see like the beauty, beautifying 
projects mm-hmm. kind yeah. of pop up more and we'll notice a big difference and maybe you know maybe we'll get a new goddamn projector fantastic Your fingers crossed <laughs> well i feel like I, I feel like at some point i under the i'm gonna just give the, i'm sure it's not all him but like under the leadership of bob Iger, i feel like at some point the check was like cut of like okay here's your blank check let's get crazy and then all of a sudden it was like shanghai attractions all over the place new lands like everything just all of a sudden boomed and i feel like i mean florida definitely needed it but now it's great to see that like across the board the parks are really getting um a nice upgrade as time moves on i mean i'm excited i'm excited for disney world in the next couple years i got some cool stuff going for sure i mean ratatouille it's gonna be Mickey good. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Ratatouille. 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 <laughs> Let me talk about some of the effects that were added to Disneyland in 2017, though. Oh, yeah. The, all the great stuff they got in California. Great. Let's go ahead. Let's hear about it. Well, you know, it's funny you say that, though, because the changes were a little controversial. Um, oh. This show had been the same for... A long time, 25 years or something, right? Like it was through a lot of like general, again, people grew, literally grew up with this show in Disneyland. You know, people knew it inside and out. So the 2017 changes were the most drastic of any updates they had made to the state. The biggest one, the most heavily advertised one was before the kind of romance scene. Um, Aladdin and Jasmine were introduced flying um, and they projected like flying images of Agrabah or whatever on the mist screens. And it's a a pretty cool effect. Like that was a a positive um, change when it worked. Sometimes when there was a little wind in Anaheim, the mist and the like smoke effect didn't work as well. And then you were just like, yeah, we can see Aladdin and Jasmine on like a crane. Like Like it was just very obvious what was going on. So hit or miss there. The effect was pretty well received though. During the, there's a romance scene as well, which is honestly, I think, my favorite part of the Fantasmic show, where they actually booted um, the prince and Snow White out of the little montage for Rapunzel and Flynn Rider. Mm. I'm not a fan of that change. One of my favorite things about it was that they played Someday My Prince Will Come with Snow White. I think that's just like a really cool... That was cool. Snow White's not reflected in any nighttime spectacular anywhere else. It was cool that she had a place in Fantasmic, you know? And they kicked him out. Kicked him out for Mandy Moore. Not thrilled about it. That's weird. I'm alone on this, I guess. <laughs> I well, I was thinking about like because like you know Snow White being the movie itself, not the person. The movie is like it's old, right? And I it's old I and wonder... it's weird. And she's not exactly the greatest princess of all time. But right. True. And yeah. I just I just wonder like kids today are they even do they even know who Snow White is anymore? Well, you, you know? know what they should. And maybe that's my argument for it. You well, should that's know true. who Snow White is. That is true. And that little bit some of Someday My Prince Will Come is a really good little bit. So I'm just it's saying. A gr- yeah, it's a great song. It's great. And then they brought in some major projection mapping onto the island in a similar mm. way that they do to the castles. It looks awesome. I mean, no doubt about it. It looks awesome. A controversial one, and I'd like to spend some time on this. So um, previously, in the Disneyland version, there was a point where the sailing ship Columbia comes out and and 
goes across the stage, the water stage, and it was a Peter Pan setup. And it was pretty cool. Like you could see all the classic, all the characters from Peter Pan. They were doing like a sword fight on Captain Hook's boat, Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of dialogue. It was pretty neat. That was replaced by a scene from Pirates of the Caribbean, which is great soundtrack, good fighting, all of that stuff. But my note here is 2017. Did anyone still care about those movies? <laughs> Maybe not. I mean, I guess... Mo- those are still good movies. It's still agreed. a good soundtrack. But, like, the hype around it? I don't know. That seems like a little, like, a little late that to is, me. Yeah. I mean, I love... Yeah, I guess for me it would be, like, the music, check. Like, put that in there for sure. But to really go a full-on Pirates, like, I don't know. It's not, like, a classic that, like, holds on for all of time you know right and it, it already is in like world of color and it's represented in other places and i think that's fine I, I don't want i'm not like a pirates purist like i like the changes they've made to the attraction like it's all it's all fine just felt a little late in the game to be like adding it into a show right cheryl what are your thoughts on pirates of the caribbean look here's the deal it's a rough time when your actors age in a weird way in Hollywood and I think that might be where any hesitation with Pirates content might fall for me however with Johnny Depp yes and oh okay as someone who wants to see the good in Johnny Depp and you know I don't know but that that is where I feel like oh yes Pirates is dated and we should let it live but at the same time I think why Pirates is so popular is regardless of how old you are those movies definitely resonate with younger like young boys like it's fun and and it's adventurous so I think that that they keep the pirate around just like they keep Little Mermaid around is young girls will always love the Little Mermaid. Unlike Snow White, like it is pretty timeless when it comes to like just loving it. Totally. Well, and I, I get that. I mean, I'm not a young boy. Um, so I, I, I guess I can't speak to that directly, but I guess my only pushback is like, but adding it, I, I don't want to remove it anywhere, but adding it two and a half years ago, like that just felt late. It felt late. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll uh, ask the young boys who listen. To we them. should pull the kids. <laughs> I, but I honestly think that like Pirates of the Caribbean is in Disney like Your Little Mermaid. So it's like it's always going to be the girl boy version of like what you put into things and trying to like reach different demographics. First of all, I wish we didn't genderize as much as we do, but we do. But so what you're saying mm. is we it is it is considered a classic at this point. Like, it's just classic. Enough of it. I think, and even if you take gender set out of it, like, it's easy to say girl boy because that's what we know, but, like, there's, well, like... Well, Disney definitely does that. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, an adventurous and then a whimsy and then, like, a, a rugged sure. side, and so I think that that tackles that in a way that not a lot of other Disney things that aren't Star Wars do. All right. I like that. I like the case for the case for pirates. And it's just such a good song. It's such good music. Oh, the music is the best. Like, you knew it. You know if, like, Indiana Jones wasn't way too past its prime, that music could have catapulted it forward. <laughs> See, that's such a shame. It is. Because I wish that that scene was Indiana Jones and not Pirates. Agreed. Let's make a campaign. I watched a lot of YouTube videos getting ready kind of for this episode, and I watched one from, like, last, last summer or whatever, which is this updated version. And at the very beginning of the show, when Mickey's doing his... um iconic choreography at the beginning of the show i love it so much (laughs) 
he is making noises in this new show. Like he's reacting to the things he's creating. Like he's like, whoa, woo, yee. And it just makes oh me my. uncomfortable. And I don't that, like it. Right. Is as uncomfortable as I just made everyone. Right. That's what I felt. <laughs> that's what I felt. Uh. So that's what I want to say about the updates to Fantasmic. So Fantasmic, um, the premise of this show, it's a little bit of a loose storyline, but in general, it's this like I guess for lack of a better term, it's the journey into Mickey's imagination, um, both the good and the bad. And I like it because I think anyone who kind of suffers from anxiety can relate to Mickey in this situation where like he's having all these wonderful thoughts and then all of a sudden villains take over and you're like, ah, now I'm having a nightmare. No, no one else. No one else has racing thoughts where Ursula is like, you're a terrible person. No? I mean, I get a little uncomfortable during the nightmare stuff, but I don't know. But it's so it's not a dream sequence. It's truly his, like, we call it a nightmare, but it's supposed to be his imagination as if Mickey's just daydreaming. Like, what can I imagine up? And then villains take over, which leads me to believe that Mickey has anxiety. Oh, that's all I'm saying. That's legit. One of my favorite parts about this opening sequence with Mickey is the choreography he does. Like, hands up, shake him around. Hands up, shake him around. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And then (laughs) at the very end, when he does pointy, pointy fireworks fingers. Love it. Oh, yes. Yeah, the... It's so good. Actually, yeah, prior to this, one of the best parts of the whole show is the, like, searching spotlights in the beginning. Oh, that's right. The, like, like the, twi- the, the twinkly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, so yep, yep. good. It real. I mean, like, that gets everybody really excited for this show. You remember That's it. So You've true. seen that once. You remember yep. that forever. And then Mickey does his cute little choreography. That's so cr- I Yeah. Ugh. I'm getting excited just thinking about it. So, yeah. So, some, we've mentioned this, but what are we talking about when we say, like, missed screens? So it, uh, they're truly like a very, very, uh, it's a fountain, a water feature, but it's a very, very fine mist of water. So fine and like tightly being sprayed that you can project an image on it like it's a movie screen. Um, and that's exactly what's going on. So we then jump into this like uh, Fantasia. It's like the Sorcerer's Apprentice music, actually. It's cool. Whenever like it looks like it's splashing on the screen there's like actual water explosions is that the best way to describe that right (laughs) like if you're in the first 20 rows you might get wet i I don't know it's like shamu moment (laughs) i don't know a little bit of a wave yeah the next scene i've described as bloomy flowers (laughs) do you guys remember what i'm talking about nope oh yeah the uh, yeah yeah that part i'm like okay we can move along now i will say it's a good transition scene because it's very slow like it's pretty relaxing actually you're looking at pictures of like flowers blooming on the misty screens and then there's like actors with these big giant petals that are like reenacting a flower blooming on stage yeah it's meh (laughs) cheryl how do you feel about it um, I think I was asleep. Uh. <laughs> it's literally been two minutes. You're already asleep. That sounds, that sounds great for people who love Fantasmic. Yay. Sure. The next scene is fun and it's different coast to coast. So it's like the jungle-y scene and it comes in kind of hot. In, yeah, both Disneyland and Hollywood Studios, they have this big snake that kind of, 
crawls along the stage. Mm-hmm. It's made up of probably like 25 entertainment cast members. So it's really neat. Um, and then there are floats that go along the river area. And I've designated this the uh, dancing monkeys. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's very entertaining. Their choreography is just very basic, but very great. I love it. And I also remember, at least in Hollywood studios, those little floats they're on, book it. They are moving. Yeah, they're quick. They get like, across I, the stage in like 15 seconds, I feel I remember, like. I always got a little nervous because I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, that, that's like a very small pathway for these things to like go that fast across the water yeah i'd always get nervous i also i have a note here that i love that they're like fluorescent glow in the dark costumes like most of the costumes in the show are that way it always reminded me of um festival of the lion king wait what like the tumble monkeys yeah here's the biggest difference and this is in my notes here the tumble monkeys wear like skin tight unitards these monkeys look like they're like three-year-olds on Christmas morning. They have like footy, <laughs> footy pajamas on. <laughs> they look com- way more comfortable than the tumble monkeys. All right. Well, I did notice the difference, you know, in the skin tight versus three-year-old pajamas. <laughs> it just, it made me think of it. Cheryl, are you typically awake during this part? Um... Are we at Pocahontas yet? Because that's when nope, I come. No, we're not. Oh, we're... Oh, okay. <laughs> Spoiler go back, alert. Go back to sleep. We'll we're, wake yeah. you up in just a minute. Yeah, well, uh, oh, we're almost there. We're almost there. Okay. Um, in Disneyland, the the monkey <laughs> that's being featured in this scene is King Louie, and in Hollywood Studios version, it's Rafiki. So. Oh, I love the like use of two different characters. That's really cool. Yeah. And in the 2017 updated version of Phantasmic in Disneyland, Lion King is a lot more prominent. Like they mm. come in, come in with with Circle of Life, and they do a little bit, a few more Lion King. Mo- well, I'm sure that moments. was a little strategic with the release of the live action. Sure, and just like Lion King is the gift that keeps on giving. I think oh, it gets yeah. more popular every single year. It's just right. one of those one of those movies. So. Good for them. Next, so this is a scene that's different between the two shows. Um, in Hollywood Studios, they do a, 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 a mist screen scene again. It's like a, the bubble montage where there's a bunch of bubbles. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it truly is just like a greatest hits of Disney songs and Disney characters. Like it's it's good. It gets the whole crowd going like, oh, there's Simba. Oh, there's Cinderella. Oh, there's Phoebus. I don't know. He's not oh, there. He's no one cares. <laughs> I would be mad if I was sleeping through Phoebus. That's cool. Yeah, I wish. Justice for Phoebus, right? Yes. He's the hero we Mm -hmm. need or deserve. He's handsome. I love his helmet hair. Yeah. Mm. He's helpful. All right. I'm going to be the one that asks because I'm sure that I'm not the only one that's like, who the hell is Phoebus? Hunchback of Notre Dame. He's like the he's like the captain, but he's like the good captain. Like he doesn't follow, just follow orders. Right. You know? Oh, I see. He okay. Turns well, up. I've never seen the movie, so. Oh, it's yeah. Dark. I never. I'm wa- I never had a. I never had a. Like when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I don't really care for that movie for oh, some reason. Sure. As an adult, you should get back. It's it's um top three Disney soundtracks for me. Oh. It's such good music. Such okay. good. I wonder if it's music. on Disney Plus. I'll have to look it up. It one hundred percent is. I've watched it twice. Oh. It's perfect. dark though. Like uh, I don't encourage going to it if you're going for something like light or uplifting. Like gotcha. have Pocahontas ready to go after it. Also, I guess not very light and uplifting. I don't like Pocahontas. Ugh. I'm sorry. Also, <laughs> that that's number four on my 
movie, Disney movie soundtrack. Oh, though. it is fantastic. Such good music. I just never enjoyed it. I don't know if that's like a, if it's a boy thing or Whoa. if it's. No, no, no. I don't mean like, I just mean like, I wonder if as a kid. Oh, because you did... love Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Guys, I mean, look who you're talking to. I love the Golden Girls. That's so... it. I just <laughs> um, No, but I just, as a kid, I don't, I wasn't drawn to Pocahontas. And I wonder if that's like, if that's how it was when other people were young well, too. Like, not to age you out though. You may have been like too old mm-hmm. at that, for both Hunchback and Pocahontas maybe. When were, I'm just looking those up right now to see like the release dates. Oh, 95 was Pocahontas. Yeah, I guess because that would have been Pocahontas. I would have been 12. So that would have been like, no way. No way I would have watched that. Yeah. And then you said Hunchback was after that? I believe so. It was the next year. So it was 96. Mm, interesting. So I, yeah, those would have been ages that I'd have been like, eh, not interested. But when was, well, I guess Beauty and the Beast and Lion King and Aladdin, were they before? Yeah. Oh, that's like okay. 92, 90, 91, 92, 93-ish. That's why. Yep. I guess I was like, I think, because <laughs> Lion King, I think, was the last one. I am deformed and I am ugly. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. And these are crimes for which the world feels little pity. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's dark, though. Yeah, like, bring a tissue. Like, how, like, thank goodness kids really can't process things that young. Because, like, how? How would you? Listen, I give Disney Animation Studios a lot of credit for that movie. Because, number one, again, it's beautifully animated. And the soundtrack is is gorgeous. And it is a, it's a bold choice for a story. I think they were really pushing it. And it, it I mean, it didn't pay off commercially for them. It's not considered one of the classics. But, like. It's a good it's a good movie. Hunchback of Notre Dame not featured in the jungle scene of Fantasmic, so we should move on. Perfect. So instead of the bubble montage in Disneyland, they they did this like weird I put I wrote like electronic rock version of the Is this what this song is called? The the Elephants on Parade? What is that oh, from? Oh yeah. Is that yeah, from, yeah. from Heffalumps and Woozles? But it's not Heffalumps and Woozle. Is that the same song, though? Oh, wait. Pink Elephants on Parade. Is that the... Oh. Um, no, it's Dumbo. Ah. When he gets drunk. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. I get all the like dream, weird, trippy dream sequence older Disney movies mixed up. Yeah, they got a little intoxicated. Mm, so that, they do kind of a weird electronic guitar Mm -hmm. version of that in Disneyland. But the effect there is really cool because at the end, it kind of looks like the elephants are very in a very trippy way, like melting away. And it looks like there's like strings where, where they used to be. And then it, the screen, the mist screens go down and immediately on the stage then is giant marionette puppets of Pinocchio. Mm. And it goes into like a little I've got no strings set and it's good it's a really good transition and mm-hmm. and really and then cool I remember seeing that in real life and it being very unexpected because that was a scene I had never seen before right yeah and just being impressed by a large scale prop like that it was really cool it was a good good one Jiminy Cricket so I don't know if anyone else has ever experienced this but I encourage you to try it yourself as I was writing notes out for this episode I wrote out the word the name Jiminy Cricket and I stared at the word Jiminy mm. for two minutes because it looks crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another one I can't and this spell. Was be- 
Well, me neither. I had to, I wrote it out and I was like, no way, that's how you spell it. And then I looked it up and it wasn't. So then I corrected it and it looked weirder. Jiminy. Anyway, Jiminy Cricket has this whole uh, scene with the like water and the bubbles um, filling up. Jiminy Cricket had a quite a presence in Disney Nighttime Spectaculars for quite a while. Wishes. He like, pl- he played host for, I think, Fantasy in the Sky and Wishes. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, he's featured pretty prominently in Fantasmic. So I guess he's enjoying his retirement now. <laughs> Um, and then there's, what's the name of the whale in Pinocchio? Anyone know the name of him? Monster, Monstro? I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's Monstro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I almost said Nostromo, and I'm like, no, no, that's Alien. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, this is Alien. You are aboard the spaceship Nostromo. (laughs) (laughs) Something has gone wrong. I love it. I love it. Um. No, so uh, Monstro? I think so. Monstro. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, There's big dramatic music, and he, like, flops around, and it splashes the first 20 rows, blah, 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 blah. And come into your favorite part, Cheryl. In the Hollywood Studios version... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's... um, then Oh, yeah, sorry. You see the whale flopping all around, and then there's this ship coming through a storm, and it's this big dramatic music, and then... Boom! A cannon. And all of a sudden, it's the Virginia Company yes! scene from Pocahontas. I Uh-oh. love She's awake. This She's part. awake now. Big. Cheryl, Cheryl. Cheryl, wake up. It's your favorite part. It's your favorite part. <laughs> oh, you just spilled your Bud Light on me. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. It's, such, it's a really good part. So good. Mm-hmm. And it cuts. It's actually a really cool scene because it cuts, as it kind of sort of does in the um, movie itself, it goes from like the settlers doing the Virginia company like dig song um and then it cuts to Pocahontas and her native friends well she's not there but her friends are uh, paddling in their canoes along the river and it's the like hey yeah hey yeah it's really cool I will say the one thing I love about Fantasmic, like, I mean, I will always go if someone's very passionate. If I have a choice, I will opt out. Like, I'll say, no, let's go ride something else. But the fact that it has such a large Pocahontas scene, I think is awesome because... Agreed. It's just the best. It is the best. And it's underrepresented in Disney parks. Mm-hmm. So the scene's not over yet, though. There is this yeah. rom- romantic moment <gasps> between mm-hmm. Pocahontas and John Smith. Wait, no, there's not. But what there is, is there's this dramatic moment. <laughs> there's a fight. And then there's this dramatic moment where John Smith swings from a rope on a rock structure from one side to the other. And it, I mean, I hold my breath. It actually feels like kind of high risk to me. Mm-hmm. And then, in order to break up the fighting, Pocahontas appears at the very top of the mountain, standing there elegantly. Yep. And that breaks up the fighting. She does it. And it's actually really cool. I like that part a lot. She has such a powerful Mm -hmm. stance. It's kind of, like, it actually makes me like, oh, okay. Like, Um, yeah. I do that that pose on the elevator up to interviews all Mm -hmm. the time. Oh, Oh, good. Okay. Mm-hmm. All the time. Same. Now, the shame of it all is that Disneyland doesn't have the Pocahontas scene. Mm-mm. Do you know what they have instead? Is it Peter Pan? 
Yes, they have Peter Pan, and it's the scene we spoke about earlier. That's where the sailing ship Columbia kind of comes around the corner. So it's a really, mm-hmm. it's an impressive moment because you're not expecting like a full-blown pirate ship to like come around the corner. Um, it used to be Peter Pan. Now, since 2017, it is now Captain Jack. Oh, right, right. Okay, okay. Um, so no matter what you're getting, you're getting a pretty cool scene out in Disneyland. A lot of sword fighting and pirates swinging from ropes and sails and stuff. So the next part of the show is my personal favorite. I've titled it Romance Floats. And it's a it's a nice little like mashup of the fantastic song mixed with a couple of love songs from your favorite Disney movies. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, and previously, but currently in Hollywood Studios, um, Snow White. So that's great. That's, uh, that's a, a, like, that's just a nice... I don't know. It's like a nice scene. It's relaxing yeah, and pretty. Really and I, I actually like love mm-hmm. the like 1990s r- remix of the like love songs. Yeah. It's really good. So and then, yeah, so the I, I like the Snow White part of it because it's the last um, little mix they do. And it I don't know. It reaches like a really cool point in the song and then it kind of fades out slowly and in a spooky way that leads into the scary part of the show yeah yeah and the evil queen from snow white which also is a good transition i'm not sure how they handle that in disneyland with rapunzel but the evil queen who's quite beautiful comes out and the Mm -hmm. mist screen comes up and the the magic mirror comes up and she does the whole like is mickey mouse i hate him i don't know actually know what she says but she's (laughs) she does a whole thing feel like a bear desperate she's like am i prettier than a mouse (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh the magic mirror comes up and says something because again we have to remember this is mickey's anxiety like attack moment um so right. he's having these like anxiety <laughs> moments and he's freaking out so it's something in reference to mickey i think so mickey's the one that's worried that he's not prettier than the wicked queen <laughs> <laughs> well yeah and you can tell he's had some major work done yes. you've seen the new cartoons oh, it's very bizarre looking oh he's been God, like tucked and plucked and pulled and facelift for sure but yeah, so then this go- turns into the evil queen then is like, I'm going to deal with this or something. And she walks over to her cauldron and she does this magic spell and little sparks fly out of it. It's This is a very cool scene. Um, and she does the whole spell and out comes the like scary witch hag version of the evil queen. And it is, I mean, it's pretty scary. This is a good part. I always loved that effect of her changing over. That was kind of cool. So yeah, so the magic happens and then the screens come up and we do this montage of villains that like all morph into each other and they're all like threatening Mickey, I guess. It's actually kind of intimidating. There's that, yeah, there's that one part where it's like, I'm trying to remember who it is, like where I think one of them says something like tonight, but they're like, tonight, (laughs) and then they like change into. they all kind of do that like scream. It's always like, and I'm going to kill you tonight (laughs) is the night. Yeah, it's all, it's very, it's actually kind of weird now that we think about it. It's like. It's like, it's just so funny because they like take like whatever that last word is they just take it the, the audio is like okay let's stretch this out and then Maleficent comes out in her like you know natural beautiful form and she starts threatening Mickey they're always threatening Mickey and what's cool is she actually starts to grow like she like 
um, is being lifted up on a platform. Yeah. I'm sorry, ma- it's magic. magic. It's magic. It's magic. <laughs> magic. The magic. magic stretching legs is what's going on. Magic. It's a very, very impressive scene. I, I like that one a lot. Um, and mm-hmm. you know what? I I'm not sure if that happens in Disneyland. I don't remember oh there's something uh i think the what's the guy's name from fantasia oh chernabog yeah he's scary there's a whole yeah. like scene with him and then this ri- and then the music the musical's still going but there's no longer anyone like talking and the music kind of dies a little bit or comes down to the steady beat and all of a sudden you see some big glowing eyeballs from behind the screens <laughs> It's really good. The screens drop down, and there, right in front of you, is Maleficent in dragon form. Dragon. She's a big dragon. So I have a note here that in Disney World, the dragon is very, like, stylized. Like, it looks a little, kind of actually how the Maleficent float looks in the parade right now. Like, it's a little, it's almost a little, like, industrial steampunky. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's in like an artsy stylized version of a dragon mm. but it looks really cool um, and the dragon itself like blows fire and lights the lake on fire so cool it's really very nice um, we discussed this I think we've discussed this several weeks but I think we all can agree when there's fire in an attraction I'm down right in Disneyland however this was a change made early on and then definitely in the 2017 version their dragon is a lot more like just a giant animatronic. Like it looks more like a the dragon did in the movies. Um, mm. That's just kind of a preference thing. I think what you like better. But their the Disneyland dragon is is quite impressive. I have to say. I think I like the stylized one a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, same here. Also, I'm sure for anyone who's seen Fantasmic more than once, um, you've seen something go a little wrong, and it's. In my experience, typically related to the dragon scene. Oh, I've definitely seen that, yes. <laughs> like either the dragon doesn't come out, but all the like sound effects are still going and then there's fire, right. or she comes out and it's just totally static. static. Yeah. yeah. And then yep. never yep. and never goes away. That's actually the funniest part. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> I've seen that. Before. Yeah. Where you're de- Mickey's like, I defeated you and you're like, Well, you didn't. Yeah, the dragon's still there, Mickey. You're Mickey, on drugs. you're on drugs. Um, well, speaking of Mickey and defeating the dragon, he comes out in his, in a different outfit. He has like seven outfit changes during the show, by the way. A lot of wardrobe changes. (laughs) Classic Mickey. Uh, he comes out with a sword that shoots fireworks. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. He defeats Maleficent that way. And then he walks up to the water. He marches up to the water and then. He marches, yeah. (laughs) Sprays the water with water and puts out the fire in the lagoon as well. It's a good part. Mm-hmm. And then he marches to the other side of the stage and does the same thing. <laughs> that is a good part. Oh, no, wait. In the what is the line? He goes, this is my dream. And that's uh-huh. how he defeats Maleficent. So I'm going to try that next time someone's like trying to mug me. Yeah. <laughs> this is hey, my dream. Yeah. Like, do it in, make sure you do it in the Mickey man. voice, too. This is my dream. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I'll march. Yeah, march, march away. And hold your throw, hands out and... And then throw a bucket happens. of water on someone. <laughs> and whoever's mugging me is like, this is like a serious psychopath. Like, I'm going to get far away from this person. I do. It's funny. It's actually funny, like, how Mickey doesn't get, like, like his mad is still, like, just so happy. Like, yeah. it's not like it's not like he walked over and was like, this is my dream. 
this is my dream. Oh, boy. <laughs> the next scene is just the best. Oh, it's so the great. best. So great. And also some fun videos you can probably find on YouTube. Man. <laughs> So the next and final finale scene, I guess, Mickey's bizarre. This is his imagination. <laughs> all of the characters, I mean, a ton of Disney characters, like iconic Disney characters all come out on a big ship. Um, and who's driving it? But Mickey from Steamboat Willie in yeah. black and white, by the way, which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. He's funny. He's the first person you see. And he is just, in my experience, like my memory of him is he's just, I mean, he's a terrible driver. He's just like, bouncing back and forth right yeah so intensely it's it's cute and then um actually you that's the first thing you see is just him and then boom all the lights go on the um boat and all the characters seemingly come out of nowhere and they are all dancing with ribbon dancers which was on my christmas list for at least six years in a row Uh, from 1992 my gosh uh, to 1998 so um i can relate to wanting to dance around with with a ribbon dancer i just love like me personally i love that bert is on the ship yeah from mary poppins like that's the best it is the it is a funny group of characters and that's why i say where this the original disneyland show i everything i read about it was like we planned this out and was this whole thing but the show reads as if it's just like uh we need a nighttime show what do we have lying around we got a boat we got a pirate ship (laughs) we got an abandoned island we got these 38 random characters who are off shift at seven let's (laughs) let's bring them let's bring them back put them on a boat uh ribbon dancers Uh. i don't know uh, Mickey's got a dream. Boom, we got a show. You know, right. that's what it. That's like what it reads as. That's so um, funny. But it's so good. They're and they get. They're not like very random characters. It's all your favorite characters. But they're. I mean, all are all of the seven dwarfs on there? I feel like they are. I think all of them are. Yeah. Yeah, Bert, Mary Poppins. That's hilarious. The Little Mermaid, of course, is sitting on the back. Ugh, so her. so funny. I mean, and then, oh, and then Captain uh, or not Captain, but um, John Smith is up there. Him and Pocahontas. Yeah, they finally got together, which yep. is good. Yep, Focus. Yep. Um, but they're definitely all ribbon dancing, and it's very funny choreography. I've always remembered that. Yep, yeah. You know, moving, w- walking on a moving object, sometimes <laughs> sometimes there might be a little slip, a little slip-a-doo. This boat has some of the funniest things happen to uh, it. It's so, <laughs> like, it's, I feel bad for the performers, but man, is it funny. There is, yeah, so there was, I guess, a year or two ago, there was a video that surfaced online of Dopey, right? Yes. Dopey, Dopey, we're only laughing because no because one got okay. hurt. Yes. It's funny to me because of, it's Dopey, and he fell on Goofy, of all people. Like, the he two. He fell from, this is why this, this is why this video is crazy. Okay. Dopey falls from the second level of this steamship onto the f- to into the first level of the steamship onto Goofy. He could have fallen in the water. Right, yeah, in that's the, the good like thank goodness he didn't go overboard. And like yes. okay, again, no one got hurt, no one no one fell into the water. That would have been really traumatic. And no like right. n- not to be awkward, but like none of his costume fell off. Yeah, either. no, that, no that heads would have been off. kind of traumatic. Right. But the vid you watch the video and you're <laughs> You're just, everybody's like, <gasps> like you can just, hear it in the video clip yes. too. Everybody's like, oh my God. I just so like, watched the clip. And it's so funny. It's it's, it's funny. But what's even more funny, it's like, so the, it, 
like it lands on Goofy, but what's even more hilarious is because it's such a wide shot, everybody else is no still one else flinches a hundred and ten percent into their dancing. Mickey's up on top, like waving like an idiot, and there's <laughs> Dopey on the ground. In fact, it's like a Disney dystopian moment where right. you're just like, we, they would leave us all behind. They, like, right, yeah. Yes. Yeah. They do not like, care for each other at everybody, all. Everybody, even like the people on the top, like uh, Snow White does kind of, she recognizes it a little bit, like looks over sure. the edge and does like a little hand to mouth, <laughs> like, oh no. And then she comes back up and just goes back to with her little banner thing. Ribbon it's, dancers. <laughs> So if anyone's seen the boat, right, there's there's a rail oh, there, God. but there's a big gap, like, what, two, three feet? Sure. No, maybe two. Yeah. And so his foot literally just goes over the side under the railing, and he falls onto Goofy, and then onto the floor, and Goofy is like, what just hit me? And right. then continues to dance. Oh, what and then what a professional. What there, a professional. There's the, like, I'm looking to see who, like, actually recognizes it happens. So Snow White definitely acknowledges it. Uh, mm-hmm. The What's his name? Prince. Um, well, she can, they can see way more. Yeah. Who, who's the prince with her? Is it uh, I Eric? think he's just. No, Prince. I think he's just the prince. The prince. Well, he, you see him, like, he is physically watching it happen, but still doing the dance moves with a smile. So maybe so he's a villain. He is definitely this. a villain. And yeah. then when the landing happens on the bottom, Dale immediately sees it and goes over to help. Oh, what a hero. Yeah. What a hero. Or no, is that Chip? It might be Chip, actually. But one of them, yeah. The Rescue Rangers. We'll just call them the exactly. Rescue Rangers. It was just like... <laughs> But it's funny, nobody else, everybody else is still just jamming out. Oh, it is, It again, it is hysterical. Uh, and, it's, and it's made funnier, honestly, because everybody's fine. Yeah, um, thank, and thank goodness everybody was okay. But it is kind of a crazy, one of those things, it's like one of those never, you never see this type of stuff kind of moment. You don't. And it's funny because I feel like, and because it probably has so many moving parts and so many entertainers in it. I feel like Fantasmic has the most like bloopers of any stage show I've right, ever seen at right. Disney. The, sometimes the dragon comes out, it doesn't do anything, or sometimes it never comes out. Sometimes the fire works on like just one quadrant. It's very <laughs> right. bizarre. Or I've, I've even seen it where like the the Mister projecting like one of those isn't working. There's just so many things. Um, sometimes John Smith comes out and stays in one spot, and you're like, hmm. Why did we just look at him for so long? Like, again, if you don't know what's supposed to happen, you're like, he's just standing there. But not as, like, elegantly as Pocahontas stands there. (laughs) But there is also a funny story about uh, Ariel, the little mermaid, right? The one part that I will wake up for every (laughs) time. (laughs) So, as we've mentioned, right, Fantasmic is... Yeah, set the scene. Set the scene. Fantasmic is a nighttime spectacular. So there is... There are fireworks. There's pyro... Whatever. It's just pyrotechnics, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a word. Right. And this is the end. So this is when it's going to get real. And as Molly said, you know, the middle's great. The side seats sometimes are better because you can see the transition. It's on a river. So those floats keep going past where they should be performing, but they're still in your line sight. So all of the characters will then go into the boat to avoid any sort of fallout from any sort of pyro, except for Ariel, because she is full tail on the back of the boat. Yep, she is. She's strapped down on the, like, rear (laughs) rear of the boat. 
she's not she's a fish she's not going anywhere so right Right. before everyone goes into the boat prince eric takes a huge burlap sack which i'm sure is fireproof and just dumps it over her head and then leaves her there it is as soon as i found out that this happened you i like you gotta look for it it's called bagging of the fish bagging of the fish that is the official disney like stage direction term and there's no lights on, so you fish. have to know to look for it, no. but it is You do. Classic. And may we recommend looking for the bagging of the fish, because mm-hmm. it is good times. The only <laughs> thing you're, what you're missing is that Sorcerer Mickey has appeared at the very top of the mountain, and he is just shooting off all the fireworks at this point. But, okay, I don't want to skip over this, because this is the part, this is the part for me where I always get emotional watching the mm. show. I mean, the music that, is reaching a beautiful the, moment. Yeah, the music build up and that that you know that final like dun dun dun, dun and he appears up at the top and there's just this like fanfare that happens and everybody's going nuts because they're all cheering for Mickey mm-hmm. and I'm over in the corner like crying my eyes out because it's like mm. such a such a magical moment right there. Like even when I just hear the music, uh, like hearing that part like gets me. It's like I love it. Yeah, it's it's good. And Sorcerer Mickey, there's something kind of cool about him. I think I don't know. Like he's he's. I think he's the most majestic of Mickey's. If I you know, if I may say so. Right. And yeah, he's not pers- wearing your celebration half pant travesty. So you're yeah. He doesn't okay. have his pantaloons on. He's dressed like <laughs> a gentleman. In fact, this entire show, he's pretty well dressed, except when he. I mean, he's well-dressed in the entire show. My least favorite costume is when he's defeating Maleficent. He's in, like, like a little elf outfit, it looks like. It's kind of weird. Oh, right, right, right. He's got a hat on. No, wild about Mickey and hats. I just want him to be, like, a 1950s guy. <laughs> That's just who I want him to be. He's, Mickey's a grandpa <laughs> to me, and I want him to dress the, like a grandpa. Um, but, yeah, so uh, hmm. Sorcerer Mickey's just going nuts on the top of the mountain shooting off all these fireworks and then boom it's over and just like that magic dapper mickey in his like tuxedo appears at the bottom and says very classic line i i think i need ashby to say it though oh okay some imagination oh sorry Nope, wrong voice. Wrong Mickey voice. <laughs> oh, that was the angry Mickey voice. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. we need happy Mickey. Happy Mickey. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, okay. <clears throat> uh, oh, no, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, boy. Some imagination, huh? Oh, and then it perfect. ends. And then he goes away. Love it. And then it's the mass exodus of 7,000 of your best friends. Well, let's talk <laughs> about that. Yeah. So in Disneyland, again, I can only assume it's it's a similar chaotic scene to the end of like Happily Ever After where it's just like, hey, maybe stay put for 20 minutes. Like, I don't like you're not, <laughs> right. not going to go anywhere. So just don't go anywhere. Like, don't try to go anywhere. I don't know. Um, now in the Hollywood Hill, is that what it's called? Hollywood Hills Amphitheater in Hollywood mm-hmm. Studios. It is, yeah, 7,000 people leaving at the same time but they are playing some sick disney jams so right and it and it's crazy because if you're if it's the first show releasing that you already have second show lined up yes and so like your ways out are a little less than if it's like the very end of the night so it's kind of crazy yeah. uh, you know i remember prior to working at disney world and like maybe being a teenager on trips they would 
you know, yeah, they would, if they needed to empty the theater quickly or yeah, there was another show coming up behind you, they'd take you out this like side exit, which was technically backstage. You go like around the front corner of the park and it actually puts you, dumps you back out in the park, like right at the main entrance. It's cool, kind of how it connects. But yeah, like 15 year old Molly was like, Oh my god, you guys were backstage. <laughs> this is the coolest. And now in it like it's like fancy backstage. So right. It's like it's like barely backstage, but it's uh that was always kind of a cool moment for people who are into that sort of stuff and then the rest of the 6,995 people <laughs> don't care and they're not paying attention. They're like, "Get out of my way." <laughs> Running yeah, you over. Like pushing me as I'm Right. Like, yeah taking pictures of trash cans and stuff um but yeah so that's uh that's pretty fun and i will say i mean i probably should have mentioned this in the beginning too but like just the the operational procedures that they do to load and unload that giant theater mm-hmm. is pretty impressive you know because totally. i mean that's a, a giant venue i mean i think this goes to any of the shows that they do at Disney. They do a pretty yeah. good job of keeping things organized. There was I actually Shout out to the Theater Ops. Yeah, know? Theater Operations, what what? There was actually I did I did one shift at Fantasmic. I picked up a shift over there. Uh it was during some sort of time where they needed help. I was just in awe. Like I was actually kind of the nerd that was there because I was like, I just want to see how they do this. You know, like how do they load this theater and unload it? And it was the coolest thing to watch because they just all had a, a great rhythm and they all knew exactly, you know, this is the direction we're going to go. This is the section we're going to load. And it was just really cool to, to witness what, that. Yeah. What If you could sum it up, what is kind of like the technique? Do they load like left to right, front front to back? I You know, it's funny because I remember talking to somebody about it and apparently it changes like, it's different based upon... Oh, like di- projections or whatever, probably. I, well, there was, like, different factors in there. Because also, there was, like, the whole beast of which I didn't even realize was the... Um, uh, I don't remember the name of it. When, when you can you buy the package, like, when you buy the dinner meal, and then you get the seating at Fantasmic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it. But there's that whole section that you have to, like, do special things with. And then there's the other sections that you load. And it was just funny because, like, it, basically it was kind of straight across from, like you know, center to the far side, mm-hmm. if you will. That's kind of how they loaded it. But then there was also the section over on the other side that they kind of had to load. And um, it was just funny when people get there later and then they're mad because they have to sit on the sides. Oh, right. You know, like it, that kind of stuff was kind of humorous. Cause it's like, what do you expect? You can't walk up to the show five minutes before and you're lucky that you even got in here, you know? <laughs> yeah. But it was cool to watch them. And then cleaning afterwards, that's not fun. Ugh, why can't people? Yeah, another take fun. Take stuff with you. Yeah, just that take it place with you. is a mess. They leave trash. All... It's like a movie theater. People just leave their trash on the floor, and it is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't like that. I I, I get even annoyed by that, like, in um, in movie theaters. Like, yeah, same. Like, pick up same. your trash can. Like, if you something spills, whatever, things spill, that's fine. Like, that's why people get... Like, there's someone staffed to take care of that stuff. You know right, what I mean? Right, But, like, bring your trash with, like, you are whole, you literally took an extra sip of your soda and then put it back in the cup holder and stood up and left. Right. Pick it right. up! And what's funny to me is if you bought, if you got popcorn, I mean, you literally have a trash bucket. Like, you can put your yes. stuff in the popcorn bucket and, and throw like it away. And there's, like, 17 trash cans on the way out yeah. of this theater. 
I don't know. That always drives me crazy. I think I think people are just like this thing where they're like they see someone waiting there with like a trash can to clean up, right? And they think like, oh, I'm gonna give this some some something to do. It's like no, "Mm, it's not fun. It's not what they're doing. Yeah, and especially don't leave full cups of soda. That's the worst Mm -hmm. because they can't clean anything else when they pick that up. Yeah, no, it's right. so true. As a yeah. former right. movie theater employee, <laughs> that's just mean, and you guys are rude, and that's why sometimes you walk into farts, is that's your karma. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. You don't walk into farts because um, you did something good this time. I have never in my life, but now I realize Me that neither. I'm contributing to karma, so that's because good. Because you're There's... farting. Thank yeah. you for letting it. Yeah, yeah. I just re- I'm I doing a good thing for society. Thanks exactly. for giving me that. Do you ever wonder, okay. like, you know, you you look for like a clear aisle, like, and you know, you're like, hey, I need to do this. It's a bodily function. It's fine. And you space yourself out, and then someone walks up right behind you. That is yep. karma yep. because they That's did so something. That's so funny. Oh, now I know. Wow. I know. Whenever I see those people, I'm gonna be like, oh, you did a bad thing. Yeah. What did you do? You deserve this. But it's. I mean, <laughs> fart karma is like very minor. Like you left gum under a table because. <laughs> is it do you call that pharma or <laughs> i wouldn't but okay I, I can... we should definitely come up with a title for it oh, and... i love that i'm gonna call it pharma i think pharma. that's that's amazing but, and but then we also say big pharma sometimes <laughs> <laughs> that is so anytime someone gets road rage and they're like driving around you like an idiot and they need to get past you and it's like dangerous uh-huh. it's because yeah. they have massive diarrhea and you need to let them get home <laughs> so that's what that's what my mom has always said since i was little like if someone is being a bad driver and we were like why is this happening, Mom? And she'd be like, oh, they have to go potty. Yes. <laughs> and then we'd be like, oh. Oh, well, I've never been told that, and I love it. Like, <laughs> yeah. that, I'm using that from now on. That's the best. Any any other notes about about Phantasmic? Phantasmic. Phantas- I don't think so. I mean, it's, it is, okay. I, if I didn't say this already, it is my favorite nighttime spectacular. It was actually the first one I ever saw uh, at Disney. When I went for the first time, we didn't see any of the other ones. We went to Fantasmic, and that was it because I was up with my grandparents, and they were like, we're not going to all of these nighttime things. Like, you get to pick one. <laughs> you get one. And reading the descriptions in the little, you know, brochure we had in the room, I was like, oh, well, I think we should go see this one because it seems like it has all this cool stuff. Love it. It's a great one. I think, yeah, it's probably my favorite nighttime spectacular as well. It's interesting that Hollywood Studios right now has – a lot going on at night. They have right a rotating group of um, firework shows. Like depending on the season and the date you're there, it could be one of several firework shows, like an animation one or Star Wars. I think typically, and then there's some like holiday based ones. But almost always a Fantasmic. Almost always every night, if not twice a night. It's just interesting, and they kind of compete with each other. Right. You don't always get to see both of them. Like sometimes you can, if you're lucky, you can like leave Phantasmic and enough time to see the opening of it. But usually you're like five minutes in once once you make it to Hollywood Boulevard. But well, fun guys, this was a good one. Yeah. I like Phantasmic. Well, I love Phantasmic. I want to. I want to watch it. I'm going to watch a video right now. I never I watch videos of things, but I want to watch it. Oh, you should. I mean, and maybe watch the Tokyo version as well because it is. Oh, it's I truly just that. like yeah. Phantasmic 10x. Because they just have, Jeez. like, obviously, I think, probably a bigger budget. And also just 
the the amount of space they're working with is just a lot more. So it yeah, was that's just true. That's a everything giant area. bigger and better and brighter. So I guess yeah, catch a clip of that before it goes away. I know that's it. so sad. But you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. I had a blast. Same. I thank hope you, you had a fantastical oh, time. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and watch out for big pharma. This? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Think about it. Next time you walk through a fart, what did you do? Oh, I love that so much. And in order to avoid big pharma, do us a favor. Subscribe Great. to our podcast wherever you find your podcast and leave us a review. Thank yeah, you. You better do it. it. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be walking into it. Bye. 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 <laughs>
You do have to watch the show. <laughs> I'm more of a stroll up on a parade, maybe oh, the I fireworks. See. I see what you're like saying. if I'm picking an entertainment gathering, it's it's a concert at Epcot or possibly the tail end of a, a parade show. That parade. makes sense to me. I think where I would always say Fantasmic is my preferred nighttime spectacular, as opposed to say Magic Kingdom fireworks is because it feels like less of a fiasco to me. Because you're like, oh, look, here's my seat. I love a seat. You know? That, right. That it's like more organized. Whereas in, in Magic Kingdom, if, and the fireworks are great. I mean, I love Happily Ever After. But you are just like body slammed into people. And then someone, kid gets on the shoulder. And then there's, someone's got their iPad. And it's just, it feels like chaos. Whereas in Fantasmic, no doubt about it, like it's crowded. But here's my seat. Like I just that that ground like grounds me, and that makes me feel like a lot better. Like oh, because I enjoy a show in general, especially like a theme park show. So and like the fireworks thing too. Like if you're near one of the, we'll call it a boundary, you know, where you can actually stand and view versus walk, and then the whole time yes. you're either freaking out about where that line is or you're hearing other people getting yelled at because they're not yeah. supposed to. And it's just like stressful. <laughs> I can, I feel that way. Yeah, I do feel that way. But I, I'm understanding you more, a little bit more, Cheryl, where you are just <laughs> genuinely more of a spontaneous person. Yeah, I'm a, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm not, I'm one of those people too. Like, you know how there are those friends that are like, would rather you cancel on plans so they could just stay home. I'm one me. of those fans that will, I'll get ready. I'm excited and I will get there. And then about five minutes in be like, oh no, I want to go home now and then leave. Mm. But I, I'm all, all for like going. So like, I feel like Fantasmic, you have to be there and you, you're kind of stuck. And then it's a mm-hmm. hike to mm-hmm. leave. It is a hike to leave. That is a bit of a hike, yeah. But it no long. I mean, probably like right now it is. But the last like six times I've gone to Fantasmic. Okay, so I guess that spans over in the last 10 years. But it was way more casual. Like if the show started at 9, at 8.45, I'm like, well, let's go. And then, yes, it is a hike to get back <laughs> to the Hollywood Hills Amphitheater. But once you get there, you're like, oh, here's my seat. Like it's not <laughs> as like hectic as it used to be i do remember like lining up for it though an hour ahead of time but. oh god yeah that was awful 